Dun, 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 dun. Oh, wait. I, no, I can't do my own theme song? What? Okay. Sorry. Welcome to Food Culture. We'll talk about the what's, the who's, and the why's that surround the food industry. I'm your host, Daniela Cintron, and no, I am not a chef, and I don't cook, so I am your regular lady just curious as heck about what goes on in the kitchen and what happens when food brings people together. This is food culture. Hi, today I'm super excited to have my first official guest, Margarita Everline. This lady wears so many hats. To me, is one of those badass women that you need to know and have in your life. But I will tell you, you have to earn her respect because she's a busy woman. So she ain't got time for no bullshit. Margarita and I met many years ago, and I have a lot of respect for her. She's currently working as the partner of Ultimate Marketing, which is an agency that does full-service bilingual marketing. Now you may be asking, what the heck does that have to do with food? Well, Margarita, in her many hats, is also the host of one of the most iconic Cinco de Mayo parties that I've ever heard of. This one takes place in Atlanta. So Margarita, thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Very, very excited that you're my first official guest. We're going to launch today on Cinco de Mayo. And I know that Cinco de Mayo, many people are going to get offended because they're like, oh, that's not even a holiday in Mexico. It is a tiny holiday. It's not Mexican independence, as many believe but it is a tiny holiday. Now, it was back in like the 1980s that people started making it more popular. And it really started with ad campaigns from beers like Modelo, Corona, and all of them started doing all this thing about Cinco de Mayo. And it became more of a beer day. In fact, people say, or like big companies say that there are more beer sales on Cinco de Mayo than there are in the Super Bowl certain years. So that is crazy. Margarita. Did you typically celebrate Cinco de Mayo before your party started? So I did not. And I actually have a very interesting take on Cinco de Mayo in the sense that I am Mexican, proud to be of Mexican parents, born in the USA. And I love the holiday. I don't get offended by it because I think that it's a way uh, that the U.S. is actually embracing Mexican culture. So I celebrate that but I did not necessarily celebrate it in a formal way before I started doing my taco parties. I know. And you know, that's really how it was supposed to start because back in the early 1960s, it was a lot of uh, Mexican American activists that started pushing for Cinco de Mayo as a way to celebrate the culture. That's really how it started. And that was the whole point of bringing it up to people in the United States. But it was back in late 1980s that the ad campaigns started doing it. And then Corona even had like a countdown for uh, Corona de Mayo. And it just became like this whole ad thing. Now, I also don't get offended, but I do get offended when people think it's Mexican Independence Day. Yeah, no, it's not. (laughs) Or you know what? I also get offended when people go over the board and use all the stereotypes, all the Mexican stereotypes to celebrate that day. I'm like, no, drink up some margaritas and, you know, yes. eat some tacos. Celebrate it with respect. Right, exactly, exactly. Celebrate with respect because, trust me, in Mexico, we don't go around dressing as Americans on July 4th. <laughs> maybe, so, maybe they should. 
maybe we should start doing that. But no, 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 no. So I keep it at that. So Margarita, you are perfect for this holiday because not only is your name Margarita, but you throw this crazy party in Atlanta. So tell me how it even started. So it actually started by accident, so to speak. Um, as you mentioned, I'm a very busy woman. I'm a mother of four, soon to be five. And I have, you know, a husband and a business and I'm very involved in the community. So I had this epiphany one day where I was like, I need to be strategic about having fun with the people that are in my life. And one day after a work event, um, this is back when I was working at Telemundo, I decided to just invite everybody over to my house. And my husband actually loves to cook and to make mixed drinks. And so we just kind of threw this little taco party together as an after work thing. And my husband made margaritas and we put together some really quick tacos and that was really the first taco party and everybody had so much fun that I told my husband, we should just do this like on purpose every single year. And every year it just got bigger and bigger and we invited more and more people and it became this thing that we looked forward to every single year. So that's how it started. Well, I, I know that unfortunately this year, because of the whole pandemic, there's probably not going to be a party, right? We decided to not do it this year. It's just a little bit too hectic right now leading into the summer. Yeah. I know. It's such a bummer because I know a lot of people in the same circle of friends, and even, even people that I didn't even know knew you, knew about this party. And yes. unfortunately, I never made it because I was either moving out of the state at the time or I had a baby and I didn't know where to put her at the time or whatever. I never made it. However, I heard all about it. I will always, it will always be a topic of conversation among people in the industry. In the whole industry. So about how many people would you say go to your party? So the last time we got rained on, so it was a little bit lighter than usual, but I think the biggest we the biggest crowd that we had was about 200 people come through. Wow. Um, we have an open door policy for the taco party. So we usually invite people that we know, but we encourage them to go ahead and invite people that they know. So what happens is that people that we know will invite their friends and there's been situations where I've actually met people at my party and nobody has any idea that I'm the host. And oh they're like, so who lives here? And I'm like, oh, this is my house and this is my party. Oh, wow, oh, okay. And it's like people that I've seen in the community that I've maybe never met before, like I will meet them for the first time at my taco party. That has actually happened before. Oh my gosh. Well, I really think that in the future, you should maybe set up a camera and like live feed. So all of us who cannot make it can actually like be part of it as well. I think that would be That's cool. actually not a bad idea. I'm sure one of my children would love uh, walking around recording all the mayhem. They have a lot of fun. We usually do have, like I said, an open door policy. So my kids are usually around, um, you know, serving, you know, serving tacos and just interacting with everybody. It's oh also become God. a way for them to learn how to socialize and, and meet new people and get out of their little shell. So yeah, my kids actually look forward to it as well every single year. And every once in a while, we'll have guests also bring their kids, um, although not very many, but 
we we do have some. I love it because your kids, I've met them personally, I've met them at events, and they're very, very good at socializing with adults, with people, with having like adult conversations, and they're very open to meeting all kinds of people. So I think this party is like, I really put them on the right track, I'll tell you that. Well, thank you. I um I actually do encourage my kids to not be too shy. You know, I teach them about stranger danger, just like every other parent. But uh, the party actually helps with, you know, hey, there's certain people that you can be comfortable around and it's okay to open up and be social. I take them with me to work too. Like sometimes we have marketing events, for example. And one of my sons actually loves to man the photo booth for us. Yeah. So they do get involved with activities like that. And I think it's good for them because it helps them develop those interpersonal skills and really some leadership skills where they take initiative and learn how to be good hosts when people are here. Yeah, I've actually seen him work a photo booth and he wore a suit. And I must say, he had a tip jar. Like you had to tip the guy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yes. He gets very excited when he gets tips. He's, I think uh, the biggest tip he got was $20 one time and he was like over the moon. He was like, someone gave me $20. I can't believe someone gave me $20. So yeah. I know. I saw one of our government officials running around in the party trying to find cash because she had to tip the guy at the photo booth. And I was like, well, who yes. is this guy? I turned around and it's this kid. I'm like, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that happens. I love it. I love it. Well, tell me, Margarita, that sounds like a big party, a lot of planning. When did you start planning? How much planning does it take? I mean, that must take an army to put together. So I usually start planning at least two, three months ahead. Uh, we, I don't really do well with like cooking and entertaining. And we've tried different um, strategies. So like the first taco party, like it was really just my husband just kind of doing everything. And then after that, we planned a little bit more and had my nephew who used to work at a restaurant. My sister and her husband actually um, used to own a a Mexican restaurant. So he actually had experience. And so we asked him to help us with uh, with cooking and preparing everything. So he was in charge of the food. And, you know, I basically asked him, look, how much is it going to cost and what do you need me to get? And I went and got everything for him and he took care of everything. So that was the second one. And it wasn't as big, obviously, because it was just the second one. But then after that, um, we started to actually hire um, people to make the tacos for us. My husband takes a lot of pride in his culinary skills. So he's usually in charge of like, you know, salsas and things like that, that we can prepare on our own beforehand. Um, He usually plans the menu as far as what, you know, what types of meats we're going to have and what ingredients we're going to use. And then, like I said, we all have usually like a cook or, you know, or a caterer put it all together for us. And my husband definitely is always the bartender. So he always makes the mar- like we usually make margaritas from scratch with fresh limes and all that fun stuff. Oh, you yeah. know, beer, you've got to have beer because not everybody drinks margaritas. Um, so, so yeah, so a few months ahead of time, we'll usually set the date start letting people know. Um, I actually use Facebook. I'll create an event on Facebook and invite people through there. People will start to RSVP. And as it is with any other event, like people will RSVP and not come. And then there's other people that will not RSVP and will show up with like 20 friends. So (laughs) it just, you just never know. Um, And then usually like a few weeks before we'll do some work in the yard just to make sure that everything's cleaned up and everybody's comfortable. 
we try to provide outdoor seating because you know we never know how many people we're gonna have and we want everybody to be comfortable um, so we usually put out like tables and you know make sure there's shade and things like that so that people can kind of you know have different spaces to sit um, you know in our on our deck or in the yard one year wow. we actually had an above-ground pool um, we got rid of that. That was a bad idea. Um, oh but that gosh. year we had an above-ground pool. And so there was an in impromptu um, dip in the pool. Like, I think everybody oh. who brought kids ended up taking them home wet because they all jumped in the pool. Oh, my um, gosh. That was That's pretty crazy. fun. Well, I yeah. think that's the thing of great weather, though. <laughs> yeah, it was warm. Everybody was outside. Parents were having fun. You know, Everybody having was tea. having margaritas. Like, yes. it must have been a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, culturally speaking, like, I don't know about you, Daniela, but like I grew up with my parents taking me to like baby showers and there was always like alcohol and adults just having fun. And so for us, it's kind of our way to create like a hybrid experience. You know, we're Americans, yes. um, but you know, that part of the Mexican culture, I love for my kids to experience that. And like a lot of the people that come, they have no idea what it's like to have a Mexican, like a true Mexican party experience, you know, where like for one of the uh, observations that I have is that like, if you go to like any like, you know, red blooded American like party, like there's this separation between, you know, adults having fun and kids having fun. It's either yeah. an adult party or a kid's party. You know, in my, you know, in our culture, I feel like families just have fun together. It's all and of them, all together. Yeah. yeah. So kids can go bust a pinata while the parents kick back a beer or two and just have fun and crack jokes. Like, that's totally normal. And it's such a neat experience that I have really enjoyed introducing my American friends that, you know, are not Mexican, have not experienced that. I've enjoyed introducing them to that. Like my, you know, best friend is not, you know, Hispanic at all. And she just loves coming to the parties and her kids love coming. And, you know, oh, we yeah, always have yeah. piñatas for the kids and, you know, and cakes and tres leches and, you know, all those little things that like, I love sharing with my friends, especially, I mean, definitely Hispanic friends that appreciate it, but especially friends that have never experienced something like that. Like, I love to be the one that creates that experience for them. I agree. I have so many memories of my childhood of things that happen at parties. Like the kids have their own thing going on. There's yeah. always like, they have their own drama. They have their own adventures. The adults don't know about most of them, but that's okay. Cause the kids are safe and you know, yep. they kind of like learn to survive on their own in a way. And they learn from each other. Good and bad things too, but it's yes. just an experience. It's part yeah. of it. And absolutely. I, I, I totally agree with you. And it's so you're absolutely right. It's very difficult to have that here nowadays or even among parties. Sometimes the, the clicks kind of happen like this group that knows each other from this company or this job. And then there's the other click that knows each other from whatever, from the neighborhood and they don't really interwine. But in Mexico, everybody's talking to everybody. And all of a sudden you walk out of there being BFFs with everyone. Yes. Yeah. And that's the other reason why we like to host it at home. Cause I've had people ask me, well, why don't you just get like a, a space or a park or, you know, and host it somewhere else so that you don't have to deal with the cleanup and all. And I'm like, no, that wouldn't really, that would take away from the experience because yeah. we want people that come to the party, like actually feel like family, like, and when you're like, it's in our house, you know, and we've had people 
stay till like four in the morning or like just sleep over like on in a spare bedroom or on the couch. And that's totally cool with us because we, that's, that's what I associate with, you know, having oh, culture. Those types of experience. Yeah. With the yeah. culture. Like it was not, it was not a rare occurrence that, you know, you would go to your aunt's house or to your cousin's house with your parents you guys would have a party and you would just stay like you would stay till the next day, have breakfast, hang out. And that's what it's all about. And you so know, one, we, one of the things that has blown my mind when I moved to the United States, I was 13 years old. And when I got my first invitation to, I don't know if it was a birthday party or a wedding, but it had a starting hour and I had an ending hour. And I was like, what do you mean? The party is just from seven to 11. Like yes. what do you mean? we're supposed to leave. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. is crazy. But yeah, no, this has no it, Yeah, this has a, a usually a six ish or seven ish start time. Oh yeah. Um, and cool. uh indefinite indefinite end time. I'll um, tell you because in Mexico or in Latin America period, you might put that the party starts at four. Nobody's gonna really show up until six. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. So I remember when I had my first, I think it was a graduation party in the United States, my mother legit on the invitation put 4 p.m. American time, meaning you better be there at 4 p.m. So we told all <laughs> our Hispanic friends that it was a two because we knew they were going to show up at four. So yeah. legit, that's a, that's a problem. You have to ask who's hosting the party before you know what time you're really supposed to show up. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is we have a free for all policy, like, we don't, we, we always make sure that we have extra food and then some, um, we have been known to run out of tortillas and we send somebody <laughs> out if we need to, or to the market to get some more meat. Oh like we definitely ha make sure that the, the food is free flowing for sure. And the, you know, like I said, people can eat as much as they want, stay as long as they want and just have fun. Um, we have run out of alcohol a couple of times where people have, you know, gone out and, and, you know, brought, so when people say, what should I bring? It's always like, bring your favorite alcohol. Cause that's usually what we're going to run out of first. <laughs> and tortillas. Um, <laughs> and tortillas. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we definitely have a, a extensive, you know, open, abundant type atmosphere for people, which is very unique, I think, to Hispanic culture. Like I had a similar experience with my mom um, and her culture shock because we grew up in Los Angeles where everybody's Hispanic. So she never really experienced American culture until she came to Georgia to spend some time with me. And we went oh. to a friend's house uh, for a birthday party. And so my mom, the whole day, she didn't eat anything because she's Why? used to that when you go to a Mexican party, there's always a lot of food and you don't want to be the one that says I'm not hungry. So oh, she made boy. sure she was hungry. So then we go to my friend's house for her son's birthday party. And all she has is like crackers and peanuts because it was like an airline theme birthday party. Oh my God. And my, and my mom was like, ¿Y el pozole? <laughs> like what? Like, like, no hay nada más que galletitas. Like, what is it? My mom was so shocked. She was like, I didn't eat anything all day because I didn't want to be rude and say no to whatever was being served at this party. But there's no food and I'm starving. She's like, and when so is the food I, coming out? Yes. And so I told my mom, I'm like, mom, I'm like, it's different in American culture. In, Amer in American culture, you come for like an hour or two. The party starts and ends and everybody knows when it starts and ends. And then you just leave. Like, yes. You know, I you know. don't just linger all day and, you know, and eat your fill. I that's was like, that's, not, Poor that's thing. not part of 
Oh, that's not God. part of their culture, but we still laugh about it. Like my mom, my mom was so offended, like not offended for real, but she was like offended. Oh. And she was like, I'm not going to any more parties with your friends. <laughs> and, and so I was like, mom, it's just different cultures. No, I hear you. That thing about do not eat before you go at Latino party is so true. I've made that mistake before and it doesn't matter if you say I'm not hungry. I just ate. They don't care. They're going to chop something. You have to eat. Yeah, you have to eat and it's rude if you don't eat. So, oh, yeah. yeah. You better. Oh, and you better get ready for the to go plate. Get, they will always yes. give you a to go plate. Oh, yeah, that's true. We have, yep. we have, yeah, to go plate. Food plans. is abundant and a Latin party. And I am just so happy that you have these parties going on. I cannot wait until a year that I can actually attend. Possibly next year, my daughter will be older so I can leave her home or even bring her to, you know, dip in the pool, whatever it is, crazy thing the kids are going to be doing. But I'm just super excited because it's a little bit of our culture that we get to celebrate on, you know, on any day really, but you do it on Cinco de Mayo. And next year we plan to go all out. Um, I already identified who's going to like, we're not just going to get like, you know, a regular caterer. We're probably going to get somebody that's like a really good like chef to come oh, nice. and, and we're going to go all out next year. Like maybe as, some fireworks. <laughs> yeah. I am. Yeah, we have a lot of trees near our house. Oh, damn it. <laughs> the best idea. Um, but yeah, we definitely want to go all out next year. And then hopefully by next year, we'll work on some other projects around the yard too, to even expand the seating a little bit more. I love um, it. I love it. Well, please let it, let me know when you have it. I'll definitely come and bring alcohol and tortillas and probably stay over. So thank you. Thank you for having this party. And Margarita, best of luck. I just foresee one year, you just, your party just being sponsored by a big beer company. <laughs> Honestly, maybe, maybe when I have a bigger house. <laughs> yes, there you go. Well, they can buy the house. They buy yeah. the house, you host the party. <laughs> that sounds awesome. That would be awesome. Yes. So thank you so much, Margarita. Such a pleasure. Happy Cinco de Mayo. And now we're just going to have to eat tacos in our kitchen alone. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye.